This is a homebrew podcast. Oh, it's so boring just watching Oliver sleep here for Mr. Guy. Just rolling around having crazy dreams. I could have crazy dreams too if I tried. Ugh, I'm kind of sleepy. And <laughs> sure enough, Grundle, you open your eyes. You find yourself back on Terra in, well, you know, Brenda Terra. You find yourself on Terra, and there is a thick mist surrounding these old, dilapidated Terran buildings. You go into a small wooden door and see Oliver. He is at the bar sitting next to Tevian. Hey, Oliver! Tevian! Oh, you guys met! Grundle, what, what are you doing in my dream? Oh, this isn't your dream, this is my dream. See, like, Tevian's like some guy, I don't even think you ever met Tevian. And look, the bartender is the sea breeze dragon that I killed. And look over there, there's the, there's that weird, I don't remember that hunchback guy waving at us over there. <laughs> but yeah, he's here. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. That must be why I have this envelope for you. Oh, an envelope? What's it say? I don't know, I haven't opened it. Read it. Oh, okay. It says, welcome to the crew, our dog. Oh, all right. I'll see you on the ship. Grundle just waves. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the home, Prio. I'm your DM, Grant, and I'm joined by Austin Brady. Zaldwin, the crew member with the least amount of nipples. <laughs> Cody Smith. The person with the most amount of nipples in the crew. John Cayley. Nivitz Pozu, the one with the least amount of ears. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyrell Nye. Billy Boo, I got all my parts. Last week, the crew celebrated Jaden's birthday and helped Oliver through his wake recovery. They visited Frankie and the Sojourn and put her to work on new conspiracies. They also received some more cryptic messages in the same form of the message they received to use the nuke against Jean-Paul's son and revealed that a body resembling Gromlug was in their escape pod and trapped and was destroyed the instant they recognized it. So guys, you are back on the hawk, I believe, unless you anything else you guys want to do on the sojourn? I think Nivitz is pretty wrapped up there. Not that I can think of. Yeah, unless uh, we get clued into something, I think it's a yeah a little bit of a leisure trip. Okay, you guys are back on the hawk, and where are you headed? I'm going straight to Jaden. Oh yeah, you've yeah. So you, uh, I assume, give him your gift. Yeah, yeah. Last episode, I uh, I I had sneaked away and scooped up Jaden's dad's book, John John Seatel. Uh, John C. Tell's book and uh, got it like restored to a state where, you know, it didn't have all the scribbles and stuff on it, but still had the kind of life of the book to it. And I am, I got it all wrapped up, all, all nice and, and cute. And I'm going to give it to Jaden. He adores it and tears up for sure and gives you just the biggest hug. I'm gonna hug him back. Deep, deep, deep hugs all around. Yeah. 
He uh, seems like between all of that and getting to drink with you guys and the gift and the thoughtfulness, seems like he's kind of back to himself. Oh, <laughs> no more, no more tough boy teen. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, playing a teenager was hilarious for me. Yeah, so where's the hawk headed? To that private mm. planet, right? Yeah. To the private we, planet. Okay. We, we got like the weird coordinates to just go to this zone. Well, that's from the map, right? Yeah, right. It is not the coordinates. That is from the map that Carl decoded. Yes. And you guys arrive to this planet, uh, and it is a uh, in the, the Alda system, which is the next system over from the Bull system. It takes you two days to get there. It is now day 42 of your adventure. You find this planet. It is, for all intent and purposes, uh, you get to the planet, and it seems, for the most part, uninhabitable. There seems to not be any cities or life or anything to that effect on the planet. It does have a satellite that is remarkable. It is the size of, like, a moon. It is a cube, though. And... Billy, you would absolutely recognize this cube as you guys get closer to it. It is this like intricate copper colored cube. It has like the the closer you get, the more parts that you see to it. It has gears and all sorts of like steampunky kind of vibes. And it is not just like a solid block. It, It is a very intricate piece of machinery. And Billy, you recognize this as a puzzle cube which is just like a opus of dwarven engineering. People create these as like unhackable safes or even like children's toys, but you're pretty sure only one person would know how to open it, and it's whoever created it. Oh, well, I don't think any of us would be getting into that thing. That is, uh, that's something you start building, uh, uh, back at home, it's uh, a puzzle cube. Uh, we like to make them as complex and impenetrable as possible. It's like a real show of your ingenuity as a dwarf. Hmm. I mean, you're welcome to try and hack it. I would love to take a stab at it, but mostly just for, like, fun. Because there's a good chance I'd never get into it. What do you think's in it? Don't know. Could be anything. Uh, usually... It takes a lot of time and effort to make these. Uh, whatever's in it was probably very valuable to the person who made it. Hmm. Or they made it for someone, and it's very valuable to that person. Hmm. Well, Billy has clearly been also replaced on the ship because he just said he didn't want to break into something. So. <laughs> oh, I said I wanted to. Oh, I just said I probably won't be able to do it. Yeah, that's clear talk. <laughs> Don't want you to get the hopes up. Might take a few years. Half of you are pretty young races. You might be dead before I get into it. Mm. Who knows? Right now, with all the changes to my body, I'm like Benjamin Button. I just get tiny. <laughs> That's true. You want to be tiny? What? Are you getting smaller? Sorry, it was a... <laughs> it was a <laughs> Everyone's <general>. like, what? <laughs> You're getting young? Okay. Yeah, there is no Benjamin Button in the homebrew world yet. <laughs> That's what you think. That's what you think. It's an old Terran film. Or it's, it's another movie. conspiracy theory for the next Galaxy to Galaxy Radio. True. 
Cody, you were saying about the uh, scan? Uh, is that can we do that scan where Jaden hooks up to the hawk and uh, we scan for that essence? Yeah. So I mean, you don't. You all, anyone that can cast the spell knows the spell. You guys can look for it on a small level, and you don't need Jaden to scan for it on the ship. But you do absolutely get anti-essence from inside the cube. Well, Billy, we're getting in that damn cube. What? I mean, we have to. That's the next... I mean, we have to. Let's blow it up. And, uh, I hate to bust your bubble here too, Billy, but... uh, Billy butt? (laughs) You're Billy, but... (laughs) We got a whiz kid with a magical key that can open anything, apparently. I mean... I haven't found anything it can't open. Oh my, I'm at it. I don't know where the lock is. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not that kind of lock. You know what I mean? Like, there's obviously a sequence of things that need to happen, like pieces that need to move. Like, I imagine you guys kind of get the hawk pretty close to it. And it's got like a ton of moving part. It's got gears that move around and interact with other gears and it has little bits that slide and it's got you know what I mean it's not that kind of lock you know like a lock like a lock is it's really not a lock though it's more <laughs> I know I'm just I'm, I, I know it's more complicated than that I'm just teasing you tease away I'm not letting you in there with the key <laughs> right well first thing we gotta look for uh, it's obviously moving. The puzzle cube is in motion. If we look for patterns and or uh, devices and other types of uh, switches and buttons, things that can be pushed in different sequences, this is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's boring, trudging work, but we can get to it. Hmm. All right. We could throw a couple bombs at it. I mean, that's always a possibility. <laughs> hmm. Well, how do we start? Well, you observe it. We try to figure it out. Can I use the onboard computer to calculate how long it takes to make a rotation around the planet? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> uh, absolutely can do that. That's a thing that we can do. <laughs> Nothing, uh, nothing says you're clearly wrong about takes, going about this. <laughs> and then it, your DM just yeah. like, uh, uh. It takes, it takes about 27 days to orbit around the planet. What? So like a moon do. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess just randomly happens <laughs> to be the same number. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, about 27 days. Good question. I'm glad I prepared that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys laughing about? Is it... Wow. Hmm. I thought there was going to be something to the puzzle cube about its rotations because it's yeah, so big. Yeah, for sure. And I imagine like the hawk would have the capability, uh, like General Knots would have the ability to like kind of like match the speed of it. You know what I mean? And like stay oh, perfectly yeah, yeah. with it. It's pretty big. I mean, it'd be like landing on the moon. Man, if we had only This box is those... fucking stupid! We should shoot it! <laughs> if only we had, like, put giant arms on the ship, like Oliver's arms, then we could move all the parts around. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I've never seen it done before, but I think it would give us an advantage in combat. 
we should, uh, I don't know, when we have to uh, launch out in the shuttle and kind of like, I don't know, tugboat it, push, push some levers. We do have a um, tractor beam. If you were to get close enough to interact with it, you would get this magical aura about the thing. And you can kind of, as you're flying around it, whether in the shuttle or in the Hawk, you can manipulate the pieces to it, the buttons, the levers, the switches, the gears, the, the slidey bits. You can manipulate it, it seems, through kind of a field that this thing is putting out. Kind of the same as a, a child's puzzle cube, Billy, like the, that dwarves would make for kids that are much more simple than this, right? Yeah. But they can move the parts like with their mind and with their hands, and they don't necessarily have to touch it. Right. Yeah. I think. Um. Yeah. I think Billy will just like get to work trying yeah. to uh, solve this. Yeah. So I assume we use Arcana for engineering, right? Yeah. This puzzle would definitely have nivets going, at, like trying to figure it out as well. Right. I would say, um, you know, all eight of you working on this, Billy. You know, you spend, say, four hours, and it becomes like you barely stopped counting all of the different pieces. And I mean, there are millions of possible combinations at this point. Like, you're confident you could figure it out in maybe like five or six years if you had time to focus on it. Right. It's not looking good, boys. Everything, all, all my calculations tell me it take much longer than any of us want to take. Mm. And, uh, I'm not a patient man. Right. Hmm. Is there any way we can track down the maker? Did you see any kind of maker's mark on this thing, Billy? I was looking, Uh, but Torvin make is always kind of decorative, less obvious. I don't know what I know. Would you definitely get huge Artificer Guild vibes from the thing? And Carl, if you were to spend any time tracking down the planet, because you do have the planet's number, that's how you found it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is anonymously registered, uh, like privacy protected is how I would describe it. True. Not anonymously, it's privacy protected. Yeah. There's a difference, right? The name's there, you're just not allowed to have it. It is definitely via the Artificer's Guild. Ah. The Artificer's Guild owns it. Oh, of course. Of course. Well, I mean. What if you put all the white squares on one side and all the orange on another? It explodes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> if it's registered to the oh, I'm sure there's some dill hole stiff neck down there planet side that we could probably get the information from, but that seems oh. Have you ever dealt with the article? Yeah, I didn't have great interactions. Started off good enough, but yeah, so uh, that's gonna be a pain in the ass. But uh, probably have a better chance. Push comes shove. Well, I'm running out of ideas, and my my impatience is kicking in as well. Right. The question is, uh, if we land planet side, do you think there might be any clues? I mean, the hope is. Well, I didn't see shit when we scanned it. Oh, uh, that's not saying much. I was under the impression there was nothing alive down there. Yeah, but it's the Artificer's Guild. They don't want to be seen. They ain't gonna be seen. Yeah, there's, there's lots of things that... I don't know. Oh, no, I was gonna say something about robots, but I guess, like, robots carry essence still. So we'd probably see that in the scans. Do they? I don't know. Like, Warforged had 
essence. Do they? I've never met a Warforged, have I? Yeah, we uh, we met the Warforged on Terra, and they had essence. They were Warforged on Terra? Max. Yeah, Max. Ooh, Max, not a Warforged. Yeah, he was. The, the, the Maxwell that was on Terra was. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I guess. That counts. You have met a Warforged with essence. Yeah. That is a correct statement. Yeah. <clears throat> Anti-essence, to be clear. Yeah. Anti-essence, the blue stuff. You are in the same system as the Hall of Wonders. I don't know how much Billy would like to make the stuff, but you are in the same system as the Artificers Guild, like HQ. Woof. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> Woof. And you have the other planet. You have Monet. Uh, yeah, but we should wrap this up first. I'm just. just should we? Do we? Is it that important to you? Have you ever? Well. Do you even? You don't know. You're a child. You'd have no idea. If you, you go, you can go. We can go there. Let's just go. Let's go. It's going to be so fun. You're going to have blast. You're really not going to regret ever going there and then not probably not getting the information you need for this cube. And we'll just beat our heads against it for the next five years. It's fine. I sat in, I, I sat in a shuttle. I sat in a shuttle for seven years doing jack all. I could do this that is for five true. years. Yeah, that I'll is just true. do this for you. We'll, we'll just do this. This is so important. I mean, I mean, I love y'all, but I don't want to. I mean, I've been here for, what, 42, are we on the 43rd day? It is still the 42nd day. 42nd day, and we've been through hell, I can't imagine, seven years. Well, just hanging around this cube for seven years wouldn't be as exciting as those other times, so it shouldn't be that much like hell. Uh, All right, uh, for this seven-year-long, or (laughs) six-year-long, uh... Travel montage. I would like to roll. Let's see. Uh, let's say each year is a standard Earth year, depending on the fucking planet or galaxy that we're on. Times seven equals. Okay, so I'm gonna roll two thousand five hundred and fifty-five d twenties <laughs> to level up Hermes. Okay. <laughs> Hermes comes out buff. <laughs> Hermes becomes a god. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to ask you, what the hell is the Hall of Wonders? It's... The uh, uh, HQ of the Artificer's Guild. Well, I got that, but why is it called Hall of Wonders? Because people with sticks in their ass who think they're way more important than they are make up stupid names like that for the places they stay. <laughs> you guys have never seen Billy this fucking, like, activated, I don't think. Yeah, and... Uh... <laughs> Zeldwin looks at the uh, the paint that he wrote the hawk on on the ship and like blushes again. <laughs> it's just like, oh, what the hawk's a good name, boy. Ain't the Hall of Wonders, but she do she does just fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do have a seem to have a slightly overinflated sense of ego, but the Puzzle Cube has bested my patience. We need to get in there to that essence. That's the next step on the path. Part of it. The uh, other planet in the system is Nomara, right? The the gnomish home world. I mean, that's a big assumption, but you happen to be right, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I imagine that we have, like, the fucking star map floating in the (laughs) middle of the fucking console. (laughs) And it has gnome in the name. Right, yeah. An era like Terra. Yeah. Yep. You point at it. 
General Knotts pops up and goes, Gnomes live here! (laughs) (laughs) This is the Gnome Homeworld. You fucking idiots! (laughs) There's a shit ton of gnomes there. Alright, well, put it in. Um, but I will not be held responsible for anything that I do while there. And if we are forcefully removed from Hall of Wonders, that's not my fault. I I can't help but to think that it will be your fault, but okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like specifically you are claiming fault for it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Before we head out, I mean, there's nothing to, like, signal here. There's just this big puzzle cube and a dead planet. We can't, there's, like, no... Nobody to obviously contact or whatever. There's no, like, invisible ships that we're going to miss uh, out Roll a detect invisible ship check. All right. Okay. I'll help with that. Uh, nat 20. Is that okay. insight? There are no invisible ships here. No, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't call it a dead planet either. I would call it, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's ever been alive or anything. Sure, just like uh, if it was Star Trek, it'd be like a S class or a what was it like an E class planet or whatever, just like a a rock, right? A so, um, and then like you would find the surface of the planet to be kind of gross. Like it looks like there's just a bunch of junk and scrap and metal, and like you would get the picture that whoever owned this planet kept his nice stuff in the cube. And then used the planet as essentially a giant dumpster. Huh. Oh. Huh. Hmm. But no, I mean, there's really nothing else to see as far as the as far as the planet goes, unless you were trying to find like scrap metal, then you're in the right place. But there's no movement. You know, you, you would probably spend some time scanning and looking and stuff while Billy was trying to suss out how long the cube would take, and you do not see anything of particular interest there. Hmm, well, Billy, if you don't want to go to the Hall of Wonders with us, do you want to search through all the scrap on the planet's surface in the shuttle for a couple days? Shut up and go to the goddamn Hall. Of Wonders. No, just the Hall. Just the Hall. <laughs> the normal Hall. Nivet steps out of the room they're in into the hallway. All right, there. All right. Okay, so you guys <laughs> arrive at the Hall of Wonders. Uh, this is the Dwarven... Well, not Dwarven, is the Artificers Guild HQ. There is a massive temple to Gond in the center of it, and then the rest of it is a long uh, cylinder that is rotating around this central temple. The thing is gold-colored and has quite a few ships coming in and out. I would place it more around the busyness of, like, Old Honest Jim's used spaceship emporium, not like the Sojourn, right? It's a smaller place. There's not really any problem with you docking. When you get inside, everything seems to be made from like stone and there are all sorts of artifacts on display and glass cases. Uh, You know that this is the Artificer's Guild vault, kind of. Like there's the place that's open to the public, which we would describe as more of like a museum. And there are lots of supposedly lost artifacts that are scattered around here. And you know that the center is where like the good stuff is kept like locked tight lost technology like the schematics to different things that have been built the like original blueprints for you know faster than light travel the original blueprints for like communicators all all the different things like that the the things that allow your tablet to communicate with other 
galaxies. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of that is kept here. This is a place where explorers branch out from. Uh, people who highly respect technology and highly respect the, the lost and are very interested in it. Uh, they have kind of like strict rules about being a member and exploring and things like that. And it's a lot of dwarves. It is mostly dwarven and you would be expecting that. And it wouldn't be too hard to find uh, near the entrance after you dock the ship. There would be a small port authority presence there also, I should say. After you dock the ship, were you to leave kind of where the ship's dock, there would probably be a little reception desk with a dwarf behind it. Hello. Is this, uh, so who, who we got here? Carl? Zaldwin. I'm here. Hello. Carl? Zaldwin? Hmm. Nivitz will go. Billy. Cool. Uh, the dwarf looks up and kind of like turns up his nose a little bit and then looks down the line and sees Billy and kind of like perks up a little bit like, oh, hello there. Welcome to the Hall of Wonders. How can I help you find folks today? Uh, we want to know about the cube. All right, uh, which cube is that? And he kind of starts flipping through some notes and tapping on his computer's cube, cube, cube. Got lots of cubes. What cube are you looking for? The the big one? The big one. Oh, you'd know what we're talking about if you'd seen it. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, Carl. Yeah. Do I I tell him what planet it is? I mean, I just jumped into this and I I wasn't really thinking. Do I tell him what, like, the coordinates of the planet? Is that Uh, too suspicious? I'm a little bit concerned that it's private. Maybe we're not supposed to know about it, but I don't know. And if we're asking about it. Billy, thoughts? Yeah, tell these idiots we're a super giant puzzle cube that has something super important in it so they can go swarm on it and ruin it like they do everything else. Hey, can't be quiet. We don't want to rise into suspicion. Well, I mean, these guys own that planet. I think they have something to do with it. Oi! There's Hello. a big cube. Puzzle cube. In space. Around a planet. Oh, puzzle cube. Alright. Yup. It's near here. Coordinates are this. And he brings up the coordinates. We're All looking right. for who made it or someone who specializes in said tech that we can crack it. Uh, okay, uh, give me that number. And he uh, types it into his computer. Uh, everyone give me an insight check. 19. 18. A six. And a 12. He types it in and you can kind of see like reflected in his spectacles that he has on, like his screen has lit up and he gets kind of this flash of like disgust on his face. Just for a moment, and then he kind of uh, steadies himself. He's like, oh, well, uh, that is uh, private, uh, privacy-protected registration. Uh, so I'm afraid I can't give you that information. See? Told you. Mm. We obviously know where it is. We've obviously been there. Can, can we get a list of people who's associated with the registry? And can we get a list of people who whose plant, who's puzzle cube it's not what <laughs> it looks it was like well i mean private planets aren't uh, as rare as they used to be uh i mean it's a especially the artificers guild uh they tend to you know squirrel their things away in devices like that so i mean it's not super uncommon but uh, no i can't give you I, I could give you a list of non-private registries but i don't think that's going to help you beat the system like you think it is 
how do we go about finding who built this thing? We inquisit it. Uh, <laughs> I was here. Let me uh, wait. Hold on. I, I I have to speak to a consultant real quick. And I'm gonna pull Billy aside. How, how do the Artificers Guild feel about the church? Uh, not good. So I probably should inquisit, should I? I mean, they, you know, get back and forth with the whole night thing, and I don't think anybody's gonna enjoy being inquisited. So, you know. Yeah. It, that is a, a, a cool thing about the world. Not cool thing, but that is something about the world to know, Zelda, and, and Billy hit it on the head. Uh, Artificer's Guild worships Gond, and it's really the only, like, kind of major, other than recently the Paladins of the Ancients have kind of gotten away from the Ever and All host. But the Art- Artificers Guild are like the only major players in the universe that that don't worship the Ever and All host. Yeah. They still like the boy Gond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I will not inquisit. Because that seems like a socially uncouth thing to do. And if people are like, hey, all these jagoffs came, they all wanted to know about the cube, and then they tried to inquisit information about it, like we've created a interplanetary a kerfluffle so uh uh receptionist um any boys all in the hall right now specialized in uh hacking entering puzzle cube just well, for, I mean, it's uh, not really cube. something i mean you kind of specialize in your own cube i don't know if anyone could specialize in someone else's cube that's like the whole point Anybody can specialize in anything. I put enough time okay. into it. I feel like you're being difficult with me, and I don't know what I've done. I'm more of a concierge, more of like a host. I don't know if I'd call myself a receptionist. Right, sure, whatever title you want. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess, uh... <laughs> Billy is, like, <laughs> hammered and has sunglasses on for, through this whole conversation. <laughs> like, I just, I've ran, I've run into this guy at hotels. Like, just <laughs> completely belligerent. Just like, yeah, yeah, fuck off. I know how much the minibar is. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, how about uh, we wander around and check out the sites while we're here? And if I right. don't try to, uh, I'm not talking to you. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll be over here. Let's, uh, go on in and not a little fucking try, rude. Try to, I mean, I'm having a private conversation. You're just getting in the Oh, you're standing of... right here at the desk. Okay, well, like, look over there or something. And you're you're in I, my line of sight. Just... As, as I was saying, let's go look at all the fun stuff. In this shithole. Alright. Wink, wink. Pretty nice place. Adventure! So, Carl, you said you had a run-in with the Artificer Girl? Uh, well, I can't remember what's all canon or not. (laughs) (laughs) You get a a headache and take some psychic damage. (laughs) I I genuinely don't remember. This is what happens when you go for... (laughs) 40 episodes and they're all like at least an hour and a half long I remember in my original backstory that I wrote like way back in the day before Carl went fully independent he tried to hang out with the Artificers Guild but he thought they were too pompous 
I think you would, I think that's apt. I think that's an accurate description of like kind of Carl's take on it. Like Artificer's Guild seems like a good fit until you realize they just kind of want to like put everything in a museum and study it and they don't want to do anything. And they're very like, they'd more rather go on the easy trips and then go smoke cigars and talk about it than like do shit. Right. That's kind of, yeah, I'd, I'd express that. I tried. Oh. It wasn't a really good fit. I mean, Billy's right. I feel basically the same way. Maybe a little bit less aggressively. I mean, it <laughs> sounds like you left, but it sounds like Billy got kicked out. <laughs> I didn't get kicked out shit. I was just curious if you knew anybody that might be able to get behind that privacy thing. I was just wondering if you had maybe a connection somewhere. Well, I don't know. Between me and you, Nivitz might be able to figure something out. Nivitz is my research assistant, and I have Galaxy to Galaxy Radio. Our background features are both pretty, usually, pretty helpful in this department. This is true. Yeah. If you don't know that information on lore, you can usually know where to find it. So, I really didn't want to broadcast to the universe anything about the Puzzle Cube, but we could have a Galaxy to Galaxy night where we take calls on mysterious Puzzle Cubes. Or maybe Nivitz has a in with some of his ancient alliance people on Nomera, or however that works. I don't know. Well, the thing about that is I'm still quite don't exist. <laughs> I'm still quite don't exist. Yeah, but Zephyr knew about you. Well, I was... I think Billy's going to turn like a dark mountain on Carl. You had a different route we could have taken this whole time, and still <laughs> you made me come here. I'll snap you in half, you little git. Well, I didn't want to broadcast. This is, I mean, you didn't even who want cares to tell what the you, dude what, at the desk. Who cares what you want? Get on your anonymous radio show and get us an answer. Well, we, we don't, they're not going to help us. I told you they wouldn't help us. Yeah, they didn't. Bunch of jagoffs. As they're arguing, uh, is there like a, a fire alarm on the wall or anything like that? A fire alarm. Like a fire switch. I think there'd be sensors. I don't think there'd be, you know what I mean? I don't think there'd be a manual fire alarm. Let's see, do I have any fucking fire spells? You have Nivet standing in Why don't you just go invent radiation on the sensors? (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, grab fucking Hermes, and uh, Hermes is going to cast fucking Firebolt on like a little piece of paper and I'm just gonna like wave it by the sensor. Okay, give me a stealth check. I'm good at stealth. I should have saved my inspiration for this. Boop. Nope. Nope. That is a 26. Yeah, so you are able to kind of like squirrel away from sight and it's not too busy here and you... (laughs) obliterate a piece of paper with a firebolt and it catches on fire and you set off an alarm and yeah it definitely starts everyone hears like a what would a dwarven fire alarm sound like probably just be like a voice recording like fire 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 (laughs) get off your lazy asses and put out the fire 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 and then I'm gonna run up to the guy at the desk, and I'm gonna be like, "There's a, there's a fire down there." Oh my god! Yeah, I, I think I hear the wind fire being repeated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, roll deception for me. 
And if you say there's actually a fire, I'm going to kick you out of this fucking group. <laughs> That's a 31 on deception. Oh, yeah. I mean, you come to him in earnest. You look scared and, you know, like, like just crying. Cons- yeah, just like so concerned there, about. I just got here and there's a fire. And he he runs off to with you, I guess, with you? Or do you point him somewhere? What do you want him to do? Because you rolled a 31, so he'll do it. He'll fucking suck I, your dick right I, I, I don't want <laughs> Jesus. Do it. Well, we're all going to die, so I'm going to just suck your dick right now. You don't even know if I have one. I'll suck your chitin. (laughs) Artists, you know what to do. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm just going to point him down there. I'm going to be like, I'm too afraid to go. Yeah, I mean, in full earnest, he sets off towards the where you point him to go. Oh, Billy's going to get on that computer right away. Yeah, quick, I hope. Yeah. There you go, boys. That's um, how you do it. And uh, Billy's knowledge, not mine, to uh, search keywords and the things that we were looking for. Not only that, but also um, maybe like a list of different um, artificers, of, artificers of note maybe on the Hall of Wonders uh, yeah. and their specialties. So give me a give me a luck check, just like a straight one d twenty, and I say, as long as we're over five, um, he didn't like lock his computer. Okay, I was just gonna say, can can Hermes be like in there with their like hackers tools, like helping using the help action? Um, yeah, I I think in this instance he rolled so rolled so well on your stealth and your deception that like he just kind of set off and like his computer is just open right now like there's you know what i mean oh, there's like no mission open, like to the page right yeah like there this is more of a phishing thing than a hacking thing nice uh social engineering i guess technically didn't really fish him i think it's social engineering hacking is what i would call that i used to work in it so um you have the planet number and i think it's probably just right there in the search history you find it it belongs to someone named thorum iron kind uh, give me a Uh-oh. history check with advantage, Mr. Kahlo. 16. Mr. Kahlo, Jesus. Teach. Mm-hmm. It's not any of your names right now. Uh, uh, Billy. 16 is is plenty. Thorum Ironkind is one of the more famous Artificers and Artificers Guild's member. He is hated pretty much by everyone. He is rich as God. He is on like his fifth legal clone. So, I mean, he's like a couple thousand years old and will not die. He has like the legal version of clones too, which costs like anywhere from like 25,000 to 25 million credits, depending on like how fast you need it and the quality of it and things like this. Uh, He was actually kicked out of the Artificers Guild at one point and that just like went away over time. And most people think that he just like bought his way back in. He is wildly disrespectful of like technology and he is like very vocally critical of the artificers guild in his younger days he was like a hero he he's the one who discovered the specifications for the warp gates that you guys use to go from system to system Mm. he that's like that's how old this guy is right Mm. and he has just i mean dwarves hate him artificers guild hates him He's abandoned like every norm of the dwarven people. Overall, a self-concerned, 
greedy asshole would sell his own mother for a copper piece. You know what I mean? Yeah. You 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 know he is infamous. This is how you know him, Billy. Oh uh, well, that's a man I want to meet. Well, we got good news. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess not good news. Maybe not good news for us. Good news for me. Uh, the man who owns the planet is a giant douchebag. Um, but super famous one. And uh, I know I kind of want to meet him. So uh, yeah. I think I remember that name from my technical books back in college, uh, but where would we go about finding a guy like that? And then if he's such an asshole, you really think he's, I mean, is he going to give us the information we need? Oh, he's my type of asshole. I'm sure we could work something out. <laughs> yep. Jesus Christ. So I'm just going to type in a thing. I'm just going to look up any information of his holdings and or last known whereabouts if they have it uh yeah i think the artificers guild would i guess i I had imagined this as more of a social interaction with the receptionist but i think they would keep records he has sold everything except that planet oh and he is on the ark named paradise what in the hell he sold everything you know how rich this man is Sold everything. He only owns that planet, that cube. Yeah. Is that what he calls the cube? No, it's an ark. No, so the ark paradise, you'd probably have pamphlets for it, just like on the sojourn. It is is an ark that is run. It has basically been built to float through space after the darkness, and people upload their consciousness onto these massive networked servers and live their lives inside of like a simulation it's like a matrix spaceship and he has joined that arc he has taken that route away from the darkness to live out his days as a his supposedly his consciousness being uploaded to this massive spaceship that's going to float through space indefinitely sounds fun but when you live in a video game it just becomes life and then you don't have fun in video games anymore uh, that man's not trying to, uh, have fun. That man is so wholly terrified of death. Uh, he'd do just about anything to get away from it. Hmm. So I'm looking at my maps here in my brain, and I'm not seeing where the Paradise would be located. Uh, the Paradise is in the Ada system. All right, boy. Oh, it's not that far from here. We got the information we need, I think. Well, you don't want to take a quick look through the Hall of Wonders while we're here. I mean, we're here. I think... Oliver will, I, Billy will just stare at Carl for a really long time. I mean, I haven't seen it since I was like 12. Um. Zaldwin's never seen it. No, that's true. I mean, I don't know what most things are. We could take the rest of the crew on a field trip, educate them. One, yeah. Fine. Can we just leave. Fine, we'll go. But we're only staying for a little while. All right. Um. All right, right this way, Kellen, Jaden, Tyler. Grundle. Yeah. All right, feeling you're feeling up for a field trip through the Hall of Wonders yet? I rig uh, a fart bomb underneath the desk before I leave. <laughs> okay. Yeah, absolutely. You guys uh, spend some time going through the halls of wonder, uh, the Hall of Wonders. Ooh. It's yeah, it's hard not to be a little impressed for people that haven't seen it before. Uh, it's got uh, all sorts of cool little animated like interactive museum kind of things 
you see all these different technologies that were from the lost. So, you know, space intergalactic travel faster than light travel, uh, the communicators that you guys use, a lot of the weaponry that you guys use, like lasers, the method by which they mine and refine ossuarium, which is the energy used in a lot of these blasters. Thank you, Austin. I didn't make that up. It's just all sorts of cool stuff. And like, it's hard to not like, like the lost are just responsible for so many different things. See, this is where I got inspired. But then when I wanted to take it to the next level and figure out what happened, like they just wanted to smoke cigars and talk about it some more. They want to get out here. Yeah. And after, you know, a few exhibits you've looked at, the dwarven man yelling fire stops and you hear a loud fart from the reception desk and the dwarf is staring at you with big eyes. That wasn't me. I farted. That wasn't me. That is so unprofessional. It sounded like you. It was absolutely not me. Okay. Oh my god, it smells. Whatever you say. All right, all right. <laughs> it's little things in life. It's little things. Okay, so what are you guys up to after your little tour? All right, everybody back on the ship. They don't have a snack <sighs> bar here. We're not going to get lunch. No, Grundle. Probably tastes like stale tofu or something. Tofu can get stale. Yeah, the food's not the best here, if I remember right. It's like cafeteria food. Well, it depends on the quality of the cafeteria. I've been in some some nice ones. But stale tofu does not sound good. <laughs> All right, so what are you guys getting off to? Going to paradise. Yeah. Going straight to paradise. All right. Take so... me down to the paradise arc. Actually, Nivitz is going to point out to Carl that we should uh, probably inform Frankie that we're going to the paradise. Since yeah. I'll message her. Okay. We left her. No, we were going to go to that planet. And if we disappeared, yeah. that's where we were. Same kind of deal. Like, we're going to the paradise now. Don't hear from us in a while. Look into that. Okay. Yeah. I, I get it. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. How do you all plan to get on paradise? Well, I figured I'd kind of patch you guys in once we got there. Yeah, we didn't really have a huge problem when we landed on the sojourn. Okay. The sojourns have poor people. Uh, paradise is for very rich people, and the hawk looks like, um, a rusted toilet flying through space. I love her, but, hey. uh, it is what it is. You look like a rusted toilet flying through space. <laughs> Literally drug her out of a dump in the middle of a desert. I mean, if it's a money thing, we could always go back to the Hall of Wonders and try to sell them our, uh, pod from the Oasis. No, don't sell in the pod. Ain't selling the pod. I kind of like that idea that we had with the pod. It's my pod. Besides, like, I kind of want to buy the pod. If... It's not your pod. It's my pod, not your pod. You sit in it. It's from the sh- my, It's from my birth ship. I, I was on that pod long before you were born, boy. I was born, like, thousands of years ago. Yeah? No, I wasn't. Hold on. I take that back. I was <laughs> not born thousands of years ago. <laughs> I, I take that back. <laughs> Time anomaly. I'm over here, like, checking my notes. Is that one thousands of years old? What? No. That, that pod is, in my perspective, thousands of years old. That pod was jettisoned 
from your boat before Shrimpy Boy ever even uh, had you as a gleam in his eye. We still don't know if that's legitimate or not. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm saying. Just Connect the dots. Dog boat. Dog diggy. All right. Possession is three tenths of the law. We both own it, so we're one point. We're one or two. two I don't know how to do math. <laughs> we're like three twentieths. <laughs> You're not selling our boat. Me, Mordecai, Guy, Grundle, the little man with the goddamn grapes. <laughs> Dog boat. The man with the goddamn grapes. His name's Sal. <laughs> and they're berries. Have you oh, ever man. tried to make good berry wine? It's disgusting. It doesn't. doesn't I've do tried it. to make a lot of things out of good berries. <laughs> Zaldun just sees the sheer, like, thousand yard stare that Billy has. It's just like immediately shuts up. There's a very mad artifact. Really good. In fact, Sal, give me some good berries. Oh my god. Uh, You left Sal in the Hollow Wonders. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, he he coughs him up, man. Grundle's just eating a handful. Alright, is there anything that would, like, what system did you say that the uh, the paradise was in? Ada. Ada, yeah. Ada. Okay, so it's not like across not the universe. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, anything else in that system interest us? A bunch of planets. The Ada system is one of the yeah one of the biggest systems. Um, I'm looking at our map. There's Do Dasaki, which we've heard before. Yeah, Dasaki is the elven homeworld. Yeah. Doe is a super massive star. It is the largest known star to host uh, life, organic life. On the star? No, the it it's solar system. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> might as well be walking on the sun. Giant <laughs> a- fire demons live on the it's a it is a massive sun though uh it is like (laughs) like like people don't it is like one of the mysteries of life how it even sustains itself it's so large like they're not even sure why it you know what i mean doesn't it go supernova uh just like your mom Uh, (laughs) that was good um yeah Dasaki is uh about 10 times the size of terra and has about 32 billion elven lives on it there is Arak, there is Drassel, there's the Moonwell, which is a a spaceship manufacturer, and there is two of those teleportation gates, and there are uh, there's a few hundred planets in that system, and several of them have life, but those are the major ones. I would call Ada the main system of our world. Yeah. Neither of my characters are excited about going to Dasaki. 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 Um, I mean... I hear their water tastes terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't particularly like it. Well, what's on Drissel? He didn't say. Iraq is the Arikokura homeworld. Too soon. <laughs> it's It's been literally months. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't really have a great plan of approach for the paradise. I mean, I just figured we'd pull in and be like, yo, what's up? Hook us in, bro here for some video games. Maybe stop by and see what it takes to get on the paradise. What we do is we dress you up, Billy, like a rich old man, and then we go in and say we're, you know, looking for a retirement home for you. 
and uh, you know, we're his, we're your like, you know, kids or whatever. And yeah, our our car sucks, but you can trust us. And then we pull out like, you know, some sort of expensive ass item. We've we've saved so much money just for this. And then we show him our bank account and be like, oh, I dropped my monster bank account with my magnum amount of cash. <laughs> Which only has 15000 in it. Tyler is like looking you guys up down. He's like, you know, I could I could help you guys uh, dress the part. Uh, yeah. What do you got for us, Tyler? Oh, yeah, you're you're a you're a tailor, Tyler. Uh, more of a more of a hobby of mine. Uh, Tinker Tyler Taylor. Spy. Uh, please don't call me that. I don't know what that means. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> All right. Uh, maybe I won't help you. How about no? Um, no. But I mean, we've got a replicator. Uh, I'm a, you know I'm a little bit into like fashion trends. I could I could help spruce you up. It is nice on Paradise. Uh, you could take me with you. There's actually a restaurant on Paradise uh, in the tourist part. I've been dying to try called uh, Epicurean Infinite. I'll help you guys. I'll fix you guys up for, uh, you take me along? Yeah. Well, you're a part of the crew. If you want to come. Yeah. I'll see why not. Yeah. And I want to check out this restaurant. It sounds, uh, interesting. Do they have sandwiches there? Uh, it depends. Maybe. They might. Their menu changes all the time. Uh, I'm not interested in depends sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. What the hell? And, uh, I don't mean to be offensive to you, Billy, or dwarves, or artificers. That's exactly uh, what somebody huh? says right before they're about to be offensive. But how did artificers get wrapped up in yeah, this? I think the hammer on his double barrel just goes click, click. <laughs> Go on. I'm about to issue you a slightly stereotypical comment. Do you consent to that? No, yeah, I don't care about that. Go for it. I don't think that very rich dwarves always fly in on very nice ships. We have great ships. Wait, wait, what, what are you talking about? I'm not going to say anything more than I just did. I would just say that your passions lie in the performance of a machine and not necessarily the aesthetic of a machine, as I understand it. Oh my, oh shit, are you telling me? The dwarven ships don't look good. No, no. I retreat. I surrender. I apologize that I said that. Great. I'll go get the sensitivity training handbook again. <laughs> we, when we get done with it, we, I'm gonna, I, I got pictures. My father's ship was one of the grandest vessels this space has ever seen. It was a beaut to behold. I take offense. I take offense. Uh, yes, it does. Uh, well, uh, dress up? Yeah. Wait, I gotta take my armor off for this. Uh, Zaldwin's already got his shirt off again. Uh, yeah, so who is going to be going on to Paradise? Uh, Zaldwin. Okay. Grundle's the one I wanted to take on to the next one. Yeah, Grundle. There's also, I mean, there's a culinary experience, so I think it's important that... Grundle gets to taste Epicurean Infinite. Makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I imagine Carl being like, oh, a video game, and then Grundle be like, video games and food? Mm, right. Well, I think Carl is interested in the video game aspect of it, but 
he's played in VR quite a lot. And, you know, once you live in a game for long enough, it just starts to feel like you're just living. Yeah. Whereas, like, Grundle is, like, all about that fucking... Ah, this is a novel experience. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mr. Guy Nivets? Uh, Mr. Guy wants to go because he's been spending the last... All the last... All these days watching over Oliver, and he could get out. Okay. And then I think we said Billy, right? Or um, Oliver. Uh-oh. We have some indecisiveness. Um, no, I... Yeah, I think... Um, no, I think Oliver's gonna go. I think Oliver wants to get off the boat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think it'll be mostly just like one of those, like he just comes out like he's going. Everyone's like, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you heard the man. Yeah, and everybody tells Nivitz he can't go to the fancy restaurant because it would cost too much. Yeah, so Tyler, uh, if you would let him, would try to, like, spiff up your arms and, like, polish them and get them nice. And I don't know. Do you guys have any, like, fancy attire choices that you would want to, like, roleplay for your characters? Cause... Oh, yeah. I want I want the Arthur Peaky Blinder look. Okay. Uh, okay, so you get, like, a snap brim. Yep cap to cover my horns a vest absolutely a vest with like a nice tie underneath it yeah yeah i'm here for it okay so i have a picture of fancy oliver it's beautiful uh zeldwin is gonna come out looking like uh donald glover as lando calrissian from (laughs) the solo movie just like very fresh like very very cleanly dressed I percent like, shoulder it. cloak. Does yeah, and he has like the the yellow that yellow shirt that he wears that has like the geometry on it, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's still a Hawaiian shirt on it's on still Zelda. A Hawaiian shirt. But okay. it's a it's a classy Hawaiian shirt. Mr. Goy just like replicates a whole new attire, you know, like the red set but it's like a red satin suit, you know, the same look, but just fancier. New hat, shades and stuff. But he just basically looks like himself. But you know, the suit's better. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. So Grundle <laughs> looks exactly like Grundle. Did you just Google super mutant in a suit? How did yeah. you find that? Where is this? I have to see it. So yeah, Grundle has a like a fancy white suit with ten like stripes. A, yeah, ten penny suit. <laughs> hey guys, what do you think? Yep, that is good. Man. Looks pretty good, Tyler. I like it. I like a little wireless from now on. I uh, have to say, give it to myself a little bit of credit. I didn't know how to fit pants on you, but I think I did a pretty good job. Oh, yeah, these are great. Very snug in the rear. Uh, yeah, he spanks you. Hey, well, okay, just this once for, for helping me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, and so I get to come with you, right? Yeah? Me? Yeah. So you gotta put a suit on too, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I will be right back. And he he comes back looking pretty fine himself. Very nice. Thank you. I have been waiting to replicate this. All right. So you guys, uh, Paradise is this huge bubbly spaceship that has these massive glass domes all around it. I kind of pictured it, if you guys have seen uh, Star Wars. I don't know why I said that phrase. Everyone's seen fucking Star Wars. Um, 
someone drew a weird like cursed Kirby and I just left it. So um, <laughs> I don't know when that's wrong. Oh my god, wrong. no! <laughs> I, <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I I can only blame Zaldwin for it. I don't know who else even has the ability to do that. Um, when did you draw that, Zaldwin? It was so deep in my mood images. Like <laughs> it was like Dude, sixteen layers deep. To, I'm screenshotting this. I mean, you drew it, right, Zaldwin? Yeah, yeah, I drew it. I just don't, I don't remember. When? Yeah, it was deep. It was in there deep. Um, oh my and god! It, uh, yeah, I, I had a, I had a start when I found that one, and I was like, I'm leaving it. I almost deleted it. I didn't. Oh my god! So. And it has like these backlit colors around these different domes. And they're like a variety of colors, like purples and pinks and teals. The ship looks nice. Uh, I think Billy really hit the nail on the head when he explained that it was, if Sojourn was kind of like the poor man's ticket out of the darkness, this was a fancier place. It is, it's like mid tier, right? Like you have to be, you have to be in like the top 1% to get on this thing, but you don't necessarily have to be like, mm-hmm. anyways, um, it, this is the ship where people digitize themselves to float out in the afterlife. Uh, afterlife? To float out in the darkness, supposedly infinitely. Uh, they claim to have, you know, enough resources to keep the servers and the ship going for, you know, hundreds of millions of years without any touching once the, like, life dies on the ship. The server should continue to run. Uh, and you guys get into the... There's only one dock... It is not like the Sojourn. There's absolutely a Port Authority presence there. And uh, they check in your ship. Uh, you guys get off looking absolutely fine. Everyone give me a performance check walking off the ship here. Oh, boy. Grundle, Grundle, Grundle. What is up with our 13s and the net crits, Austin? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 18 from Mr. Oliver. 11. Yeah, no one really turns heads at first. And then Oliver... Uh, comes down the way and you start to hear murmurs like, is that Oliver? Is that Oliver Heavy Arms? Oh my god, dude. How much? Is that Oliver? And some people stop and you can tell it's kind of like a thing. uh, People making their entrances. There is some just kind of like light background music playing. You see a group of uh, well-dressed people around pianos and harps and such uh, as you enter into the main area. And there's it's just kind of again like a tourist area so there are stores and shops you guys can restock on anything that you might need there are some like little artisanal places too like bookstores and things like that and then and there's and there's also places to there's a tourist section to it too so there are places to stay and sleep and drink and all that fun stuff and then at the far end of kind of where you can see this shopping and living in tourist area you see a big sign in neon letters that says, Welcome to Paradise. And there is a, a hallway and double doors that seems like that's the business part of the ship, if that makes sense. And you're in kind of like the tourist area. All right, yo. So, should we check some shit out? Get acquainted? Can I hear uh, what we got to do while we're here? 
Well, yeah. Do you guys have any shopping to do, or do you guys need to purchase anything or anything like that? Um, is there any like? Uh, I mean, I gotta imagine there's some kind of like fancier, possibly magic item shops here. Yep, there is absolutely some uh, finer uh, weapons, armor, things to that effect. So you guys can get any plus one items that you would like here hmm. for uh, 500 gold pieces a piece. Hmm. Uh, and then let me see what else they got here. So they have plus one items for 500 gold pieces. So, uh, you know, armors and weapons. You guys can pick through those as you would like. Just let me know if you are getting anything uh, to that effect. And they have a one plus two wand or arcane focus. Uh, and that is 5,000 gold pieces. And Ooh. there is a uh, plus two set of studded leather, which is 5,000 gold pieces. They have, yeah, it looks like that's the only plus two items that I rolled here. So a plus two wand or uh, arcane focus, if you're using a spell, a spell focus would add plus two to your spell attacks and plus two to your uh, saving throws. Ooh, I mean, that does sound nice. You guys buying anything? I mean, I do want that wand, but... I mean, if you guys want to buy me some stuff, I can think of something I'd like to buy, but it's kind of expensive. Plus one half plate for Grundle would be pretty nice, but that would be 750 plus 500. Right, yeah, I, sh- I should say that for a plate and half plate, both you need to add the 750 and the 1500 cold. Uh, yeah, I mean... Are you using unarmored defense? Grundle has been literally using unarmored defense this whole time. Are you are you unarmored, Oliver, or how are you playing that? Uh, Oliver has always had chain. Chainmail, okay. But, yeah, plus one half plate would bump me up from a 16 to 18. And then eventually, when Grundle outgrows it, he could always give it to Carl. Yeah, I mean, that are, are y'all looking at me as... as... Well, I was kind of looking at Tyler, but he's looking at you. Yeah, Tyler's looking at you, Zaldo, <laughs> and you're the one who gave him the money. Alright, uh... But it's okay, 15, I understand. I don't need 15, it. I just kind of want it. Minus, what would that be? That'd be 1,250, right? Yeah. I will add uh, Bracers of Defense, too. I'll, I'll do plus two Bracers what? of Defense. Uh, 5,000 gold, though, for plus two items. Those are awesome. Well, I know oh. a certain wizard would love that one, but he's not really here to say anything. Bracers of Defense? They're $5,000, so I think we're made of money. Those would be a total of plus four, because they're plus two Bracers of Defense, or? No, yeah, oh. they're just Bracers to give you a plus two. Both of us wear one. Do we each get one? Because there's two of them. Well, you said plus two bracers of defense, and I was like, what? I see. Yeah. Yeah, when you say it like what? that, I guess I see it. Yeah. I, I was like, I, yeah, I, I, I almost shit a brick. I was like, that's only $5,000. What's a dollar? Dude. <laughs> Still, a plus two for $5,000 is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> plus two. S bucks. S bucks is not, <laughs> not a thing on this station. S bucks is like they're two, bracers two of defense. So I should have plus four AC, right? Because they're right, doing. You said you wanted same, the half plate. It's literally. It's the cheaper option for me. 
So yeah. I got oh, plus two bracers of defense. Well, like bracers of defense plus two plus four. Okay, way, I'm with you. That's not what I meant. Increase. Not what I meant, but yeah. The yeah, the bracers of defense <laughs> and me with the seventeen. Um, and the half plate would do the same. Right, that's what I'm looking at. Either way, I'm just getting. I'm only getting a plus one increase now. But so personally, I don't feel like Oliver cares. Grundle, scoop up your uh, plus one plate. Half plate. Oh, Dark scars. It looks great under my vest. <laughs> yeah, they think it looks great on you. While you guys are shopping, uh, you hear a voice behind you. Like, Dude, Grundle? Oh, my- oh my god, is that Billy? Mr. Mr. Holy fucking shit. Are you serious? And you guys turn and see two uh, frog people. You see a green and a red grung standing behind you with their mouths wide open. Who are, who are these nerds? Oh, these are grung. They're frog people from Pagara. Dude, in the flesh. I can't believe that. Who's this guy? Who's 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 the bug guy? This is Alduin. Hey there. He puts his hand out. Yeah, shake his hand. I, I shake it. Yeah, hard, working hard or hardly working, huh? What does that even mean? I can't believe you guys lived. I mean, I knew it. I knew. I knew that you lived. Uh, of course. I told everyone that you lived. Yeah. People are saying, like, you weren't real. Like, you died when you went into, like, that big rock wall. I, dude, you guys are fucking legends. And the green one elbows the red one. And he pulls up his sleeve of his shirt. And he has a tattoo, the five of your faces. So Grundle and Mr. Guy... And Tevian and Billy and Mordecai. Jesus, these guys are really, really fans of y'all, aren't they? That's a really good tattoo. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. They even got your third nipple in there. What'd you do? It's like, yeah, I, I can't, I, I can't believe this. This is, this is crazy. I, uh, how are things going? You guys, you good? Much better now. Yeah. Uh, what'd you do, like inside that, uh, inside that wall? You guys just like disappeared. That was weird. Uh, what a long story. We had a small adventure. Huh. There was, uh, let's see. Some of us went blind. Some of us went death. Some of us turned into giants. Others turned small. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And we fought a giant golem. Uh-huh. Saw some weird memories and rescued a shrimp. Uh-huh. Then we went a space shrimp. Okay. Yeah, shrimps. Uh-huh. And then we were on a spaceship for seven years. We got teleported to our spaceship. Damn, teleported, huh? Man, well, this is crazy. You, uh, we can tell Gerdo that you guys are like, okay, right? Is this, is this like a secret, like a secret mission? You hiding? No. Yeah, you can tell him. Okay. Tell him I said hi. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, man, we're breeding like crazy, like really hardcore. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah, we should be able to start taking systems in like three or four generations here. We're pretty excited. Oh. Oh my god. What do you mean by taking systems? Oh, you know, conquering the known worlds and all that. Dude, Gerdo's still trucking. He is a machine. He does not stop. He is so he is like 30 years old, man. Can you believe that? Wow. That's old for one of you guys. Yeah. No, but like, okay, so you guys are like gods to us, right? You know that. Oh, yeah. I'm like a god to most people. <laughs> he hands you this, like, really nice, glossy, like, business card. 
really well designed. It's like, hey, uh, if you ever need like an army or anything, uh, just give us a call, all right? We we have a debt to pay. You guys really helped us out. Thanks. I'll keep it in mind. Here, Mr. Guy, hang on to this. It could be important. Help us later. Mr. Guy will take the card. Will you gentlemen have a nice day? Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I get like a picture? Is that okay? Picture? Yeah. A little selfie? And um, yeah, he hands his tablet to like someone who's walking by and gets a picture with you guys. Grundle like flexes and yells, Grundle! They love it. They absolutely love it. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks. Uh, hope to hear from you. Good luck. Whatever you're doing. Uh, carpe diem, all that stuff. Uh, good luck. We'll see ya. As soon as they're out of earshot, Zelda's like, what the fuck was that? They're from the planet that Grundle killed that dragon on. Yeah, remember that time I killed that dragon? Yeah, but then they were like, if you guys need an army and conquering systems and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's them. What about it? It just it was so casual. Well, that's their goal is to conquer all the known universe and yeah. Alright, let me explain it to you. There were once these fish people. And the fish people worship like a dark god thing. No, I, I remember when I got connected with uh, Mordecai. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got all that, but it was just, it seems they were so blasé about conquering. I mean, I guess it's fair. We were kind of blasé about quote unquote terrorism earlier. It's a harsh, harsh world doomed by darkness. Guys, we're going to end our episode right there, and we will crack into paradise, maybe, if you guys stick around. We'll crack into paradise uh, next week. Thank you guys so much for playing. Listeners, thank you so much for listening and all that you do to support the show. Uh, We really appreciate everything and uh, all of our new patrons. Thank you guys so much for joining the crew. Uh, If you haven't joined up yet, it's time, guys. It's time to get on it. Go to patreon.com slash thehomebrew and check out all of our offerings. Uh, Grundle welcoming you to the crew. We've got merch. We've got a merch drop coming up soon. Got a wall of fame. We have all sorts of really cool stuff, and you just have to check it out to believe it. And you can go to thehomebrewpodcast.com for all of our links. Join us in Discord. Uh, We would love to hang out with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next week for episode 41 of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the Homebrew Wall of Fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.